gosh, I love that music. Welcome to Two Bays in a Pod. Uh, I am your host, Andrew Wright, and over in his bedroom, uh, watching TV, not paying attention to me, and uh, his wife is also nagging him, uh, Cody Johnson. Cody, how you doing? Hey, good, man. You look really comfortable on your couch over there. Oh, the, my God, dude. You... I got this great idea. <laughs> I was like, I'm going gonna, gonna to take it off the stand, and I'm just going to hold the mic. Honestly, it's because I saw another podcaster do it, and I was like, oh my god, why haven't I thought of doing that oh, before? You, you decided to get comfortable on an all-audio podcast with no video? Yeah, and oh, I, okay. I just never thought, yeah, I never thought of it, so. Yeah. How stupid. Oh, it's a good idea, I should probably try that one day, but. Yeah, one day. Better. One day. Anyways, how's your day going so far? Did you do anything fun? Uh, absolutely not. Um, I cleaned my kitchen. Um and uh, my daughter wanted to help me clean it, which was nice. So, uh, so how much of it did you have to reclean? All, oh, all of it. Yeah. <laughs> she, she mopped, and then I went and mopped it back. Up. <laughs> it felt kind of bad, but I was like, "Well." But uh, no, it, you know, it went well. It was it was a good day. I mean, productive. I cleaned something, so I feel mm-hmm. good. And then I cooked dinner. Um, yeah. And uh, so, yeah. How, how about yours? Good. Long day at work. Um, I think uh, deal dealt with people. I, I uh, my job is an essential business in this quarantine time, so just did that. And then um, let's see, ate with the fam. And then I was watching my Ring app because we have Ring now at the house. We've had it for a while. And mm. now I do the typical dad thing where if I goes off, I got to <laughs> see who's at the door and it's never anybody at my door, but now I'm spying on the neighbors and that's the most, uh, people watching I've been doing lately. And then my wife and I will go, where do you think they're going? Do you think they're going to go out to eat or do you I've, think they're going to break the law? There's like, there's like no joke. There's like probably three or four like older women that are living next door and they're, they don't make any noise or anything like that. They've got dogs that bark, but that's, you know, who doesn't have you know, neighbors that have those dogs. So anyways, though, we'll be watching the ring and we'll see like all these people kind of go in and out. And I'm like, man, honey, are, do you think they're running like a brothel or something? There's like a lot of foot action going on. And she goes, oh my God, leave them alone. <laughs> and you're like, speaking of a brothel, do you think they're making money right now? <laughs> or do, you think, do you think they're social distancing too? <laughs> do you think, how do you social distance a brothel? <laughs> wow, this conversation turned a lot different than what I was thinking it was going to be. <laughs> well anyway um man we had the last couple of weeks we had some really good episodes so naturally this episode is probably not going to be as good um uh you know you like how i'm selling this episode oh man your your marketing skills are great five minutes in (laughs) this is terrible oh god um but we thought we were going to go um Really, I wanted to ask you um, how your family, uh, I wanted to talk about a little bit of how your family's dealing with the quarantine. Um, you know, obviously, majority of the country, if not the whole country, is, um, you know, in quarantine um, and, you know, practicing social distancing. I know here in California, um, it's actually looking um, somewhat positive. Mm-hmm. in the numbers that are starting to drop. Um, I know I saw in Seattle that the curve is actually starting to flatten. So that's always good news. Um, but uh, right now I'm really curious of how you and your family are handling 
the quarantine. I know you and your wife are still working. So um, just kind of curious on, on how uh, life has been so far. Yeah, so it's definitely an adjustment period. And, um, you know, um, easiest way to explain it is, you know, you're essentially, you know, grounded to your house for however long this is going to be. Uh, my wife and I always have the question of, you know, when do you think things are going to go back to normal? And there's honestly no like legit answer to say when it's going to happen, when it's going to go back to normal. But really my answer is always when there's some proven treatment to, you know, to this um, virus that, you know, people then feel safe of, even if they get it, then they could, you know, take something to take care of themselves because right now there isn't anything. And that's, I think what's fearful for everybody. But um, for us in quarantine, we're a family that usually loves to do things spontaneously. And I don't mean like take trip. I mean, we'll take trips when we want to, but for the most part, like go out to, you know, go out to a store to go kind of window shopping or, you know, if we want to go do this. Yeah. (laughs) I thought you were going to say club. No, we don't. You and the family hit the club. (laughs) No, I think the last time I went to a club was with you. I think it was uh, for your birthday. We went to that bar. That was the last thing. I think I remember we, we all went out to for any, thing of that nature and uh but um but no for us like we like to go out and you know eat out at a restaurant or walk around and you know we're definitely feeling the effects of not being able to do that we definitely are feeling you know the best term i can say is bored at home you know there's only so much that you can do yeah um the only thing I will say that I, if there is some sort of um, optimism about this is, you know, there'll be days where I'm driving to go, you know, if I'm have to pick up dinner or if I need to go run to the store to go grab something um, real quickly and just make sure I get home relatively fast. So that way I'm not exposed to most of the public is I definitely will say that the amount of cars I'm seeing on the road, the amount of people in stores, um, because the, because it's so quiet, it's almost peaceful in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, if I had to be optimistic about that, like it is in a way, the reason why not everyone is around each other is really sad. Like when you hear stories of families that are quarantined away from each other, I can I can't fathom that. I, I don't know what I would do if I wasn't, if I couldn't be around the wife or the kids to make sure that I can protect them and keep them safe, even though there's nothing I can do to really protect them per se. But just that, just as us as guys, just, are encoded in us is just to make sure that you know the house is safe and um i couldn't imagine what these what some families are going through where they've got a loved one that can't come home for x amount of time and uh you know how stressful that is but again the optimism that i i see is like it's a lot quieter i don't see as much as much you know like i was mentioned traffic on the road but more or less more so you know there's times where you can kind of take a drive to wherever, you know, even if you're on your way to work, if you're on your way home from work, wherever it might be, and you realize how quiet and, uh, and, um, and, uh, uncrowded it is. And it's kind of refreshing in a sense. And you almost forget what it's like to kind of just take in like the weather and, you know, very, um, I don't know, very different perspective that I have in appreciation for, you know, our society and, what we have and uh and um just kind of what um what it looks like when it's calm and not so uh outrageous or not so 
busy where everyone's just kind of doing their own thing and not really caring about anyone around them. So definitely seeing that in a different light during this quarantine, but you know, it sucks because we can't go to Disneyland where annual pass holders can't go. Um, there's a lot of trips that we'd love to take like to the beach. And I know that you mentioned that you and your family take like an annual trip uh, and you guys are not able to go because of the you know whole quarantine thing. So, you know, for us, it's just a huge adjustment period. Um, kids aren't in school, so we got to figure out how to get them education without, uh, you know, without messing up their lives, which is really difficult. But, um, you know, just just trying to stay busy, trying to, you know, keep things um, keep things entertaining. Like for us, thankfully, we have our podcast that we're able to do, and so we can still see each other. But I think it's been a while since we've been able to hang out and not because we don't love each other, but because of love, we have to kind of keep a distance until we think yeah. it's okay. And so how's quarantine yeah. life going for you guys over there? I'm sure it's a, uh, it's a little bit different. Well, it's, um, you know, uh, my wife has had the work. So, um, you know, nothing really has changed for her, um, which it's a little, it was a little stressful when this whole thing was starting out because, um, you know, she's pregnant, she's now seven months pregnant and, um, you know, she was working every day. She's working more than, you know, eight hours. So, um, cause she's the boss. So, you know, she's got to be there when anything and everything happens. Um, so we were a little worried about that. Um, but actually she's been managing it well. It's actually been less stressful since, um, this whole quarantine has happened because, uh, she works in a memory care facility and, um, basically they're not letting any guests in or out. Uh, well not in, so basically they can't go out. Um, and, uh, the residents, they all, you know, they all stay in, into the uh, community. So, um, you know, she has actually not had to deal with, uh, a ton anymore which is really nice. Um, and she can kind of hang out in her office every now and then and just kind of get some paperwork done. And, Mm -hmm. uh, now she just got uh, a note from her doctor where, uh, she needs to try and work from home a little bit more. So, um, you know, she's, she's working two days out of the week from home, which is really nice. It's, um, a lot less stressful for me to think, Oh, you know, what if, what if someone gets it over in her facility and, and luckily so far, um, they haven't had an issue with that. So, mm-hmm. um, I know for me, it's, it's, um, it's been a, I don't want to say a blessing, but it's, it's been really nice that, um, you know, thinking of what it could have been and to where it is now, uh, you know, about what a month and a half now, mm-hmm. um, you know, where her, her, uh, place of business is still, um, still clean, which is, which is really good to, really good to hear. Um, and my daughter, she's had some issues. Um, and I think it, I think it is anxiety. I think it's, um, you know, she wants to go do things. I, (laughs) the other day I actually asked her, I go, okay, you know, when, when we leave, you know, when we're actually able to go somewhere, where's the first place you want to (laughs) go? we have a McDonald's right by us. And she goes, I want to go to the McDonald's because they just put in a new uh, playground. <laughs> so I started laughing. I go, I will make that happen. That That's is no so funny. I thought she was going to say like Disneyland or, you know, I want to go to the beach or something. And no, her, her response was McDonald's uh, with the new playground. So 
That's that's uh, very cool. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I I try and you know ask her if she's doing okay, and you know, a couple of times she's like, I miss I miss my friends, and so that that's kind of um, that's kind of sad, you know, um, and I feel bad, and you know, I try and make things just as normal. You know, she still does her schoolwork. Um, you know, we have, we always have a designated recess time. Uh, we have video time. She gets some tablet time. She, um, we just got a tablet for her school. So, uh, they have some really cool stuff on there. So, you know, we, I try and make it as normal as I possibly can, but you know, it's kind of hard and, and we try not, I mean, try not to, we, we really don't lie to her. So, you know, when it's, it's kind of hard to, you know, keep her, um, you know, it would, I think it would be a lot harder to try and lie to her if we were like, no, we can't go out because there's the boogeyman, you know, like you don't want to say that. So we just tried to be honest with her and like, listen, there's a thing called coronavirus. They don't know what it's about. So, um, you know, they just are making sure that we're all safe. So we have to stay home. And so, Mm -hmm. Um, and I showed her a couple of videos that kind of helped her understand a little bit what it can do and why we wash our hands. Mm-hmm. So she's been really good with that. Um, you know, trying to get her to shower is still always an issue. You know, <laughs> I don't want to. Can I play a little bit longer? No. Um, but uh, for the most part, it, it's been pretty easy. Um, you know, poor kid. She's really she's really bored. So, I mean sometimes i've i mean i'm not afraid to say this but i feel bad for saying it mm-hmm. i get annoyed with her because she, <laughs> like when it, daddy's video game time dad needs some video game time that's my time okay and uh, she'll come up and dad look at my barbie's dress you know oh it's it's um barbie's birthday oh it's neonlicious's wedding oh it's, it's all this stuff so i'm like Dude, just let me play just a little bit longer and I will, I will play with you. Just give me a couple minutes. So I feel bad, but you know, I know she's bored as well. It's not just me. So, um, like I said, I just try and make it as normal as I possibly can. But, um, I told my wife, I was like, well, this is spring break for me. Um, so there's going to be no teaching this week. I just get a break. And she was like, okay. <laughs> so, so this week we're on spring break and, uh, um, you know, I'm still having to clean the house. So, uh, some break, but yeah, there's no, there's no breaks from having to keep the house clean. And honestly, I, I find it a little bit harder now because, you know, my kids, uh, I've got obviously more kids than you at this point, but, and they're a little all over the scope in terms of age. I've got a, you know, two kids in elementary school, one's going to be in high school next year. So all their learning is a little bit scattered. So <laughs> You know, that's uh, the challenge on trying to keep everyone organized and trying to keep school, you know, um, you know, kind of relevant, at least, or some education. And it doesn't help that my wife and I both work full time. And, yeah. um, you know, we do work in a kind of business where it's really tough to ensure that everything is, um, you know, as safe as maybe like your wife's facility, because obviously, no people are coming in or out, so to speak. And, Really can't say the same for that because our line of business, we do have, you know, customers or guests, however you want to coin the phrase that do, you know, come to the place of business. And, and you know, there's always that fear of who, who are we dealing with, where have they been in the back of your mind. But at the end of the day, unfortunately, um, you know, we're in management roles, so we don't have that luxury of just, you know, staying home when we feel like it. But I'm really glad to hear, though, I didn't know that your wife was actually um, 
was told to work at home a lot more. So I'm actually happy to hear that for you that, you know, two days a week, you know, even though um, she's working hard, she's working from home and you can keep her safe. Yeah. And I know with her, you know, as far along being pregnant, as you mentioned, that I'm sure that's a big reliever for you as well. So that way she's not always in the line of danger. And I'm pretty sure it's around the corner where she'll just be home all the time, right? Um, we're hoping that she can hold off until June. Mm -hmm. Uh, that's kind of the goal, uh, that she has had. Um, but we'll see. I mean, things change, um, you know, depending on what the doctor says and obviously, and, and, uh, kind of where the coronavirus is, uh, you know, as it's getting closer. Um, my wife is a little stressed out about the whole, um, having to give birth uh, during, you know, this coronavirus thing, like, how is it going to look? Because right now, uh, where we would be going, um, you know, I would be allowed in the room, mm -hmm. but I just couldn't leave, um, which I mean, that's not a big deal. Um, but, um, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be way different than when we had our first kid, right. you know, the first kid we had multi, it was like a revolving door, you know, just, 20 people just you know walking in checking in on her and you know i would go out and talk with everyone and it's going to be completely different i mean we're yeah. going to have to facetime a lot of people and you know so of course that's always on our mind but you know who knows maybe it'll be a little more relaxed uh because she's doing july so um you know maybe it'll be a little more relaxed and uh we'll have we'll be able to do a few more things but um, you know, I'm, I'm trying to hold out hope. I know she, she worries a lot, but you know, nonetheless, we're, we're, you know, going to have our second kid and, uh, we'll see what we have to do when it comes. So, yeah, well, um, I know that you guys are really fortunate to have not only your family, but her family. That's uh, a large bunch that are very loving and supportive. So I know <laughs> that you guys won't have any shortages of people trying, wanting to help you guys, whether it be doing food runs or watching, you know, the, you know, watching your little one, mm -hmm. um, you know, giving you guys an opportunity to get a break. So I know that you guys are really fortunate to have a lot of people in your corner in that aspect. So, mm -hmm. you know, even though you'll be the only one in the room, you def you guys will definitely not be alone for sure. They'll, <laughs> you'll feel their presence through said, <laughs> you know, FaceTimes and all that stuff. You just don't yeah. want to do it when it's, when the action's really happening. Cause I don't think <laughs> your wife is going to want everyone to see that. <laughs> no, I don't think so. No. <laughs> Um, you know, we, we kind of brought it up a little bit. I know you brought up, uh, uh, my in-laws, they, uh, we always have a, um, well, we always call it, um, summer vacation marathon, mm -hmm. uh, because, uh, both my father-in-law and my mother-in-law, they're both teachers. So during the summer, they try and get all their vacations in at once. <laughs> and so they usually go camping. And then like the week after that, they go to uh Morro Bay. Mm -hmm. And so I was kind of thinking I was we were actually uh we were talking about it on Easter and I was like, man, I kind of hope that we get to go to Morro Bay because we usually go during July and we were actually gonna go when uh my son is born, you know, it'll be a couple of weeks after his due date, we were we were gonna be going. So we were kind of looking forward to it because it would be a nice vacation, you know, obviously um 
you know, with little sleep. And then all of a sudden we'd be going to the beach and there would be, you know, all of her family. And so they would help us out so we could sleep <laughs> in. Um, so we were kind of really looking forward to it. So uh, we're, I mean, that's a trip I would, I would like to have. So, I mean, hopefully mm-hmm. at that time it's a little more lax where we'll still be able, we'll be able to uh, go there. Um, I mean, I'm sure there's still going to be some sort of a quarantine in place, but hopefully it'll be where we'll be able to travel. uh, Obviously, we'd be driving, we'd be flying. Mm -hmm. Um, So we're kind of, I mean, we'll see. We'll we'll see what happens. But, you know, we love, we love Morro Bay. I mean, that's a, that's definitely uh, a trip that we always look forward to, Mm -hmm. Um, which actually brings up a question for you, Cody. Mm What are your vacation spots and probably the the spots that you're going to go to once uh, everything is uh, not necessarily back to normal, but once everything is, um, you know, this whole coronavirus thing is, is kind of uh, done. So I, one place I want to go to, which I don't think it'll be the first place we go. I, like I mentioned, we're annual pass holders for Disneyland. So I can probably tell you uh-huh. that. It, yeah, I can probably tell you that 99% certainty that we would probably end up at Disneyland as soon as we get the AOK and we would be that we we would be those people back at Disneyland waiting in those crazy long lines and eating that expensive churros or or Mickey Mouse looking pretzels. Um, Do you think but, big churros are going to go up now? The prices? Oh, why not? What are they $9 now? Something like that. Yeah. They're, they're an arm and a leg. Right now to 12. <laughs> they're an arm and a leg at this point. Now it's going to be the firstborn. So you may have to sacrifice one of your kids to have a churro at this point. <laughs> but um, I'm pretty certain that that's probably the first trip that we're going to take is to Disneyland. Mm-hmm. But honestly, um, you know, in Fresno, for example, where, where, um, where we're from, you know, the one major spot everyone loves going to is Pismo because, you know, nobody loves the valley, the heat in the summertime. Um, so that would probably be the one place I would want to go to once this all kind of um, blows over and it gets safer. Yeah. Um, we went a couple of years ago and it was honestly probably the best time I had in a long, long time. And it was just an opportunity that we were able to go for, um, I think it was in a, it was a July that we went and, um, we had such a good time. We were able to try some really good food that I had actually never tried. And I'd been to Pismo a handful of times um, and really got the, to, yeah, really the place. Um, there was this um, restaurant. I forgot what the name of it was, but their, their outdoor, um, their outdoor um, eating deck oversees the water. Was it? Okay. So it's on the pier. It is on the pier. It's on, was I think it it's Brad's. No, it was another one. I know who I know Brad I know the Brad's restaurant you're talking about. It was not. It was another one. They they have a outdoor or actually they basically you line up outdoor and you curve around to where basically when you go inside to order you're in front of their bar. And then they have a bar window that's on the outside where you can sit on the stools and then just kind of drink from the bar on the outside. Oh, but that's a newer one, isn't it? Yeah, we like went to that restaurant. one and I forgot what the name of it was, but it was uh, it was absolutely amazing. Um and and it wasn't necessarily the food was spectacular i mean it was good food but i think it was more of the experience of being able to eat food over the water and and or over and looking the ocean and like i'd always wanted to do something like that so that was one of the things that was a lot of fun um and also too we actually are invited to two weddings um one was supposed to be this year in may which we're not going to be able to go to of course for obvious reasons 
and the other one is hopefully next year around this time um hopefully if we get the green light to start traveling that'll be a you know a destination that we're gonna end up going to for some friends um you know who live in philadelphia so or no excuse me they live in philadelphia but we're gonna try to meet them up in the philippines because that's um where my wife's from so those are probably some hot spots that we're gonna try hitting up once quarantine is over and once we get life back to back to normal but even still i mean one of the things i wonder is what's life going to be like even after we get the aok that everything's fine you know what's it oh, going to yeah. look like yeah are we going to continue well, social distancing or well i know uh governor uh newsom he's been i mean he's been saying you know it's nothing is going to be normal i mean we're not going to go back to normal obviously things are going to change things have changed um you know and so I, I assume, you know, once things have are starting to kind of dial back, I mean, there there's still going to be restrictions with restaurants. You know, you can't have more than, you know, 20 people or something, you know, mm-hmm. so they're going to have them spread out. You know, um, I imagine, you know, planes, uh, you're not going to be able to fill them. You know what sure. I mean? So I'm, I'm sure there's going to be quite a few different things that change. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it'll be interesting to see how it does. but. Yeah. So any um other than your guys' annual vacation marathon, is there any other destinations that you're looking forward to once uh we get the AOK to start traveling again? Well, I'm really itching to um I really have been wanting to go to Monterey for a while, Monterey mm-hmm. Bay. Um I that's one of my favorite places to go. Um and I, I love going to the aquarium. The aquarium mm-hmm. is always really cool. Um, we took my daughter there one time and she loved it. Absolutely loved it. Um, I think I loved it still more than she did. <laughs> um, but, um, I, I still like to go, I would still like to go and, and I would like, um, when my son is born, I'd like to, you know, go with, with our whole family. So that's something that I kind of would like to do. And, and, um, you know, we, we just like to, honestly, I would, it would be one of those trips where I would surprise my wife at work and just be like, Hey, hop in the car. Let's go, mm-hmm. you know, and just go for a weekend. So that's, that's one of those trips that um, I've been fantasizing for a while now. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, that's one thing that I would love to go to. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my, one of our, my wife and I's favorite place to go to is actually where we went for our honeymoon is San Francisco. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not, it's not like, you know, extravagant where we went to, you know, Las Vegas or something, but, um, on our honeymoon, we just had the best time. It was just me and her. And we just, we went around and did whatever we wanted to. We actually, we were only supposed to go for like a night or two mm-hmm. and we ended up staying an extra night. Um, and we went to a Giants and Dodgers game and, um, then, uh, they were like, Oh, tomorrow's in. Then the next day was their last, um, it was the last game of the major league baseball season. Mm-hmm. And my wife was like, you want to go? And I was like, uh, yeah, <laughs> and so she was like, let's just go. Let's just stay an extra day. Let's do it. And I was like, all right. So, um, we went and it was actually Vince Scully's last day. So, I mean, we had oh, cool. just, a, an absolute blast. Um, we love San Francisco. I mean, the weather, um, I love, we actually, <laughs> One time we broke down in San Francisco and uh, we were with my friend Brad at the time and uh, I felt so bad. But um, 
so we had to get our car towed and um my wife went with the uh, tow truck guy and uh my friend brad and i we had to walk god like two three miles to the uh bart station and we had to walk through uh little italy mm-hmm. and ever since we walked through there we were like man we need to go back there and eat there it smelled wonderful it was the <laughs> best place to walk through um in a crisis that i've ever had to um so i mean we've had so many things that we've done in san francisco we love it i mean we love mm-hmm. the Ghirardelli uh factory there um the sourdough bread uh uh what is it bodines mm-hmm. is it bodine babe no help anyway <laughs> so well and she, my wife's favorite thing is the seafood there i mean she loves it and actually that's where my uh daughter first tried seafood and now uh every time my wife gets seafood my daughter's like oh i want some too and I'm, like, I'm not a seafood guy but uh god there's so much to do in san francisco we love it mm-hmm. um and uh yeah it's just it's one of those places that we know where we want to go, what we want to hit. Uh, so definitely San Francisco is going to be a trip. And I just wanted to bring up, we had, I would love to go back uh, to Seattle. We we recently went to Seattle this past year. And uh, that was a really, really fun place. Um, just kind of like San Francisco. There's a lot to do. Um, you know, obviously my view is a little skewed too because it was a work thing for my wife. So I got to hang out and do whatever I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And, uh, her company put us up in a really nice hotel. Um, and so it was just, yeah, it was really cool. And, um, basically I was, I was getting drunk <laughs> before, before dinner and I befriended a, uh, a bartender and it was, it was really cool. I had a good time. We bonded over fantasy baseball. So, uh, yeah, but Seattle, I mean, even, even when I wasn't doing that, I mean, just going around, uh, having a hot dog on the, on the side of the road over in Seattle was one of the best hot dogs I've ever had, by the way. Um, and, um, the the uh, Chinese food that they have there. I mean, it was just everything was so cool. I mean, we went out to the Space Needle and saw a Mariners game. And I mean, yeah. So I mean, those are trips that I I want. I definitely want to do again, and I cannot wait until we get to do that again. So that's very cool. Yeah, my wife and I last year went to Chicago. Um, it was also a work function for her, but I, um, took a flight halfway through the trip to meet up with her and we turned it into kind of our time once she was done with work over there. And that is an incredible place to go. Very cold though. Cause I, we went in the beginning, well, she went at the end of March. I, I then met up with her at the, at the very beginning of April and it was still super windy, super cold, but it was a lot of fun. Big buildings was able to see a lot, um, walk around beautiful places got to walk around the um the river and it was a great time um actually funny thing is uh, my wife and i have been wanting to um have been wanting to take a flight to seattle as well but uh we haven't been able to do that of course because of everything that's going on so i think the next trip we want to book is that and we actually have a credit with an airliner uh for an incident that happened with my wife um uh last year 
And we've been wanting to use that credit, but, you know, we don't know if we're going to get the opportunity because we got to use it fairly soon. And, you know, there's no flights really that we know of that are safe to take right now. So we're kind of waiting, but Seattle's definitely on the list. We saw your guys's journey when you guys were posting about it and we talk about it and we've, we've been wanting to go give it a shot and go, you know, paint the town red and see how that, how that city is. Um, Cause we love to travel into especially new cities and, and walk around and just kind of see what's going on everywhere. We love doing stuff like that. Honestly, my favorite part of the trip was, um, all the Starbucks and we, of course we went and saw the original Starbucks. I mean, you have, when you go there, you have to go there. Mm -hmm. Um, and we saw, you know, the famous Pike place where, you know, everyone, you know, they throw the fish and, and whatnot. And it was cool. Um, I was really angry at the uh, prices of the avocados there. It was very depressing. <laughs> and uh, I mean, maybe I'm just spoiled here in California, um, but it was uh, $3 for one uh, avocado and the avocados <laughs> there are not good. And I was like, good God, I could drive to Gilroy, you know, drive like what an hour and a half, two hours mm -hmm. to Gilroy and get 10 avocados for for a buck and exactly. i would eat those all in one day okay <laughs> so seattle you need to calm down on your avocado prices or you need to just you just need to import them from california all right ridiculous <laughs> i went okay so <laughs> i'm just gonna tell you this story my wife uh her company they put us in the westin in bellevue washington mm -hmm. which is like 30 minutes maybe not even 30 minutes probably like 20 minutes outside of seattle so um which the westin is oh my god one of the best hotels i've ever seen it was it was wonderful um beside the point they had a restaurant down there so we went down and um my wife had basically she was busy all day doing some doing her work functions so i went down and i was going to have breakfast there so um I asked for uh, an omelet and I wanted avocado, artichoke. Uh, I think I had olives and then I think I had like um, sausage in there as well. And it was like egg whites or whatever. So I was really looking forward to it. And I bit into an, uh, an avocado and I was like, this is the most disgusting. I couldn't finish the omelet. I was so... And I was like, man, I feel so bougie right now because I'm in this nice-ass hotel. <laughs> I'm eating breakfast alone, and I feel like a classy bitch. <laughs> I'm sitting here, and I'm like, this avocado is so filthy. I can't, I can't partake of this breakfast anymore. I was like, I felt so bad. So um, I left the waiter a nice tip. Um, and so I felt better after that, but, um, yeah, it was the most disgusting thing. And I was, I, we, we ended up seeing, uh, one of my wife's friends and, uh, we were, I was like, man, I had, I gotta tell you, I'm not, I, I hate the avocados here. And she goes, that's why every time I go back to Fresno, um, I buy as many avocados as I can. <laughs> it really is and smuggle them across the the Seattle border. <laughs> That's funny. No, I, I, I feel you on that. Um, definitely because of um, what my wife does working in a certain industry, we get fortunate in traveling in different hotels. So I'd be lying if I said our trip to Chicago wasn't fantastic. And I felt bougie when I came back home and 
trying to eat at a nice, uh, well, equivalent to Fresno's nice restaurant. And I'm like, this isn't like what they had in Chicago <laughs> and just trying to, um, trying to come back down to reality once you get back from a really fun and, and long, uh, trip, you know, so I definitely get those and understand <laughs> how you're feeling. Um, but yeah, that's funny. Smuggling all those avocados. That's, that's, <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah so um so when you go to seattle don't have the avocado don't don't do it it but i'll have as much coffee as i can consume humanly possible that's for sure (laughs) (laughs) yeah there was there was one really really cool uh starbucks it was in the downtown area um it was well do you remember what it was called it was starbucks reserve and um it's like basically it's a lot of the coffee like they have all the machines there these giant ass machines so it's like a big it's like walking into a costco of just coffee and it's Mm. this huge place um and you see all the machines that are making the coffee beans and and whatnot um they have like four different sections they have a bar area where all the all the coffee is infused with some alcohol which was obviously my favorite part (laughs) <laughs> and then uh my wife had a it was like a coffee martini and it was like gin mixed with coffee it was phenomenal and then i had um a whiskey where you have like you sip the whiskey and then you sip like this dark coffee and like the mixture it makes it like a multi it was the best thing i've ever had it was, it was the best <laughs> thing. oh my god um my my mouth is watering right now and they had like these these like giant ball of ice like they put one ice cube in there but it wasn't a it was just like a i can't explain it it was like a marble ice like it was it was really cool the whole experience man it was it was great so uh if you ever if you when you and your wife do go to um to Seattle mm-hmm. i recommend that Starbucks over any other star- even over the original one the original one was not that great um I mean, it's it's cool to see, but I mean, it's it's like a regular Starbucks. There's really not much else to to kind of experience there. Um, and then, um, actually, her my wife's friend took us to this place called Biscuit Bitch, and uh, <laughs> that's seriously the name. And um, it was oh man, that was really good. I was I've been craving it ever since. Um, it they go you go in there and they kind of insult you a little bit which is fun it's kind of like that whole chicago thing um where like you go to that hot dog place and they like insult you the whole time like go <laughs> it's not as bad there but um it they still like we, i saw a couple of people being made fun of um you know this one guy went to go he had his uh his wife go pick up an order and they're like, no, no, forget that. Make that, make that bitch go get it. <laughs> and, so, <laughs> and so they wouldn't give it to her until he went inside and go to, and go oh. get the food. So it was kind of funny. And they're like, and they're doing it in front of everyone. So it's not just like, you know, you have to watch. It was just like they're loud and saying all this stuff. So it was really fun. It was a really cool experience, something that uh, I had never seen. So, um, and uh, unfortunately. We got there when uh, the Seahawks were uh, on the road, so we didn't get to go to the Century Link Field, but we did see it from a distance, mm-hmm. and that was a really nice stadium. 
So, um, yeah, I mean, that was, it was really cool. I mean, the Space Needle, you have to go see. Um, I recommend you eat before you get there because they're kind of expensive. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we went to the Mopop, um, which is Modern Pop Culture uh, Museum. That was really cool. If you're into, not even if you're not into music, I mean, if you're just like kind of curious of uh, just different things and uh, what the Mopop is about, I really recommend that place. That place was really cool. Um, and uh, there was a there was one where this guy made like glass art, mm-hmm. uh, chandelier type things. Uh, it was kind of weird, but it was cool. I mean, there there were some really cool stuff and. Um, uh, my wife and I were making fun of the artist the whole time. <laughs> I felt kind of bad, but we were kind of like, "Oh, he looks like a loser." <laughs> so we we're just making up a story about him. It's just our thing. That's just what me and my wife do. So you know, you can judge us, but you know, that's how we have a good time. So it's cool. Yeah. Well, Cody, that was great, man. That was fun. Uh. You know, we started off serious and we kind of ended on a uh, on a light note. So I'm glad that we we got to do that. Um, did you have any final words? Um, no, just you know, be safe out there in quarantine, and uh, yeah. you know, um, don't forget to wash your hands. I don't think I can stress that enough. And uh, <laughs> you know, for all you medical people out there, um, thank you for doing what you're doing. And uh, Andrew, keep doing what you're doing, being a stay-at-home dad and doing the school thing, even though you're on spring break right now. So I know it's, <laughs> I know being a stay-at-home parent isn't easy, but you know, you've got a tough job as it is, keeping everybody safe, and you're doing a good job, man. So thanks. Hang in Appreciate there. Eventually, eventually, we'll be able to hang out again, and this yeah. time go to breakfast like before. Dude, I know. Yeah, we had to. We had to go to. Uh, I've been craving for a while. We had to uh, go to uh, Benediction, mm-hmm. and uh, I had to go pick it up. And I was like, "Man, it looks so different in here." <laughs> uh, and if you have never been to Benediction and you're in the Fresno area, the best breakfast around, yeah, hands Be- down, best Absolutely. breakfast. I love it. Oh man! And they've okay. got the smallest. I might need joint. to get it tomorrow. <laughs> and they've got the smallest joint. That's what's so yeah. disappointing about it. It's so good, and yet there's only like five five seats to sit down it's well remember they the last time we went they were saying that they're uh they're in the works of trying to expand so Mm -hmm. what a what a shitty time to to not be able to do that right now (laughs) 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 but uh when the last time i went i mean their phone was off the hook yeah constantly receiving calls so we've ordered from them a couple times for breakfast and it still delivers not as good as sitting down at a table having coffee with folk and for with our friends and you guys, of course, but yeah. you know, still, still can feel the, still can scratch the itch if you know what I'm saying. Oh yeah, for sure. So uh, yeah, go check that out. But anyway, that's beside the point. Uh, if you need to, if you want to listen to uh, our previous episodes of two bays in the pod, uh, go to drewcodesportstalk.com. All of our content is on there as well as our uh, Drew Code Sports Talk uh, podcast. Um, as well as our YouTube uh, content. Our social media is on there. Uh, we have two uh, social medias for Two Bays in a Pod and for Drew Code Sports Talk, so check both out. Um, and on Drew Code Sports Talk on Instagram, we have been uh, doing uh, 30 for 30. Uh, we just finished up day 15, um, and so uh, we're, we're rolling. We're uh, moving into the National League, so... Uh, that's pretty exciting and, and really cool to do. 
Um, and please rate and review any way you can. Uh, we appreciate all the love and support that we've gotten from the podcast. I, I know for me, uh, my wife has told me uh, quite a few people who have been listening to it, my family, um, you know, they were like, hey, man, it's really good. So uh, a lot of you are loving this, so we appreciate all that. Um, you know, even if you don't love it, just, you know, don't say anything. If you don't have anything <laughs> nice to say, don't say anything at all. All right? Amen. <laughs> But uh, we appreciate everything that uh, that everyone has said about the podcast so far. So, and honestly, we're we're having so much fun doing this one. This one is so nice. Uh, it's just kind of casual, so you know we kind of do whatever. So, have fun. Absolutely, absolutely like zero work to do to do this <laughs> to do these episodes, and that's probably the most fun I have. And yeah. You know, you other than research, no, nothing. Other than the obviously, when you and I do our Marco Polos, this is probably the most time I get to get to talk and chit chat and get yeah. to discover new things and have good talks and hopefully people, you know, find it entertaining as well. Because uh, you know, I mean, it's always good to spend time with Bay. So, oh yeah, of course, my Bay. <laughs> and make sure your wife knows it's before anyone else. That's what Bay is. So, Bay is before wife. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'll send a message. Don't tell her. And that was the end of the show. (laughs) That was the end of the show. (laughs) All right. Well, uh, thank you guys for listening, and we'll uh, we'll uh, we'll hear you guys. We'll talk to you guys next time.